What is going on, lovely people? Welcome back to another episode of the Editorial Podcast. I'm Nikki. And this is Chris coming at you with 21,885,000 lacrosse balls between us. You know, lacrosse is Canada's summer sport. It's our national right? sport. National summer sport. People just think it's just hockey, but lacrosse is our like summer our- sport. It's technically like our national national sport. Like if you Google Canada's national sport, hockey doesn't come up. Really? It's actually lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, I don't know. It's like a form of hockey. You're still playing with sticks and a ball. So. Yeah. It, except instead of like a little a little flap on, on the stick, you get a net. Right. Yes. Are people nicer in lacrosse? No. Or they, they also do the same thing where they like hit each other and stuff like they do in hockey yeah dude we had a we had a girls lacrosse team in high school and like i wouldn't mess with any of those girls like they'll they'll beat you first and ask questions later were they like the cool kids of your school they were like the tough kids oh shit yeah yeah that's we didn't have a lacrosse team. I think there was too many Asians in our school. And like, I don't think Asians understand the concept of a net. It's something like innate within us. And we see a net and we fucking run, you know? Oh my God, what? Like, we don't want to get captured. What? <laughs> Generational <I'm> just... <laughs> colonialism has taught you to fear nets? So, yeah. <laughs> what are you like at Scooby-Doo? Making this shit up. No, clearly we're fish. Like, oh we're my just... God, stop. <laughs> clearly we're fish. <laughs> no, we had like an ultimate frisbee team and like what? the volleyball girl team. Like the girls volleyball team was like the coolest. Oh, the coolest. Yeah. Girls. We had yeah. like we had uh, we had a football team for like two seasons that was actually like really really good. Um okay. and then those guys graduated and then it was really really shit. <laughs> oh god. We never won anything. Like yeah, we never won anything in our high school. Our basketball team kind of sucked and like Yeah. There was no like soccer team. I think yeah, like the ultimate frisbee team was probably like the only one that made it to like some sort of championship. Like I was on the school badminton team, you know. Nice. Of obviously what else do Asians do but play badminton and ping pong? Stop. Like it's kind of our thing. Uh but yeah, I was in the badminton team and uh and, like, I only joined it so that you can skip school to go to other schools to, like, play, play their team, you yep. know? Yeah, but we never won anything. I mean, yeah, that was the thing with, like, uh, the the arts department in our school. Like, if you joined one of the arts clubs, a like, aka, like, the theater club or music, mm. like, band, any of that stuff, like, you, you would – that was our version of sports. Like, our arts department was where it was at. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's nice. I was like in choir. So there's this like thing called vocal ensemble yeah, where too. it was like the elite singers. Oh, yeah, they... yeah. And we would go to like, you know, all these whatever competitions. Things and... like, yeah, yeah. Assemblies where you sing against other schools, you yeah. know? Yeah. We had the same yeah. thing. Yeah. We have um, Sears Festival in Ontario. So okay. that's like our theater competition. So you would basically like prep an hour long play. And then go and like finesse it a bunch and then like perform it and try to win uh. some cash. Oh shit, there was cash oh, involved. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if we got cash. Maybe we did. We, I don't know. We like never got we the, never exactly. I was like, we never so got whatever. that far to actually get the cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just we know that it yeah. exists, but like it's it's with it's not within exactly. Our reach, it's the no. it's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> and you're never gonna get to the end of that what rainbow. rainbow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just always cloudy on this side of town. There's no rainbow. <laughs> I mean, what else is Yikes. new, really? Yeah. So, speaking of clouds, Chris. Yo. So, I did a thing after a long yes. time of thinking about it. If you guys are pretty squeamish, mm-hmm. I suggest you turn off the podcast now because it's not going to be interesting or like for the faint of heart. Because. Um, well, also forty percent of our audience is male, so I don't know. I don't know if the the forty percent of Maybe you guys are down to listen to, to something. Just skip the last ten like minutes this. of this episode. Just do that. Listen to the question, <laughs> and that'll be great. Because <laughs> what's going to come next is a bunch of ranting and just like gruesome details that yeah. is so real. Like it's. It's a topic that is super real that we should educate anybody on, um, but it's It's not not. talked about. Like, you know, how – yeah, it's just not talked about enough. And that's the thing. I realized – so let me me just put you all at ease. We're going to be talking about birth control. We're going to be talking about all of the stuff that goes into birth control. I uh, have been sort of feeling the effects of, like, hormonal sadness for the last few days. It's been tough, like – Last night into this morning, I, like, was on the verge of tears most of the day. And I was like, what is wrong with me? It's been rough. Yeah, dude. I'm like, no, I'm not a a sad bitch. I'm a mad bitch. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Can can we make that? Can we make that? (laughs) Done. Our title. I'm not a sad bitch. <laughs> I'm exactly. a mad bitch. <laughs> right now, it's just been sad. <laughs> yeah. I look like, I feel like those videos of like, you know when you see like a vicious cat and then they put him in a tub and he's just useless and so miserable? That's me. That oh, is me. It's like yeah. you've taken away my inner power and now I'm just, I'm just wet and sad. Like that's, that's what it is. You're just a yes. wet, sad cat. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got it. So, okay. So we're yes. talking birth control. Uh, <laughs> if you missed that that tiny little narrative there. Um, yeah. It all started. That should be like a thing. Hey, you know, when McDonald's has like, I'm loving it as a tagline and like, and like Subway's like eat fresh or some shit. Birth control should be like, I'm not a sad bitch. I'm a mad bitch. Or may turn you. May a less turn you, 28 sad bitch, not a, from a mad, mad bitch. bitch to a sad bitch. Yeah. Side effects include yes. always being sad, uh, always being emotional, crying no. over toast, and sometimes oh, wow, dead puppies. Jesus. That should make anybody cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not, not the psychopaths. The not the psycho. They don't cry. They about become the serial anything. killers. No. So they are the yes, ones who yes, kill the puppies. Yes, that is literally puppies. one of the uh, one of the, yes. the points of of like uh, profiling is like they they look in see if you like killed animals as a child. Yeah, dude. Oh shit! But yeah, I've but killed so many like, spiders. You know, like, a, like a like a kitten that could like look you in the eye 
you know? But like spiders have like 16 I know, but, like, eyes that look so at you. They're so minuscule that they can't like connect with you emotionally. Like you can't see the fear in their eyes kind of thing. Like they can't like, uh, you know, connect with you. I'm going to take you to a farm so that you meet the pigs and then it's going to connect with you. Oh, yeah. Like I said in the last podcast. Oh, trust me. I'll, that pigs are smart. I'll do that. They're going to connect and then with I'll, you. I'll get like a porchetta sandwich and cry into it, but I'll still eat it. Oh, yeah. Some extra flavor Salty, right there delicious. of regret. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay. Let's let's get into the topic at hand. Chris, can you tell the lovely um, yes. audience um, what you I did? I feel like I should take it back a few months now. So I've had this issue, again, guys, if you're like squeamish, d- d- stop listening. Skip to the last 10, episode, uh, the t- last 10 seconds of this episode. I've had like really chaotic periods. Mm. For the last few months, like imagine, imagine if if your period was a like a chronic migraine, like that that was it, like it was just there and less like a mess for like several days, and you were like, "What is happening to me?" Confusion, confused, uh, confusion. Yeah, so it's like I've had this problem in the past. So it's like, uh, you know, you do the standard things, you go for the ultrasound, you make sure it's no like it's not a hardware issue, it's probably a software issue. You know, exactly. Just to get the most updated um, update. And sometimes you find out that your hardware is just obsolete. So you got to get that sorted. So <laughs> computer metaphors from two Asian yeah. women um, on brand. <laughs> Love it. It should be math. It should be like Listen, math like and hyperboles and of, shit like that. uteruses right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Submit an IT ticket now. Why does my <laughs> Why uterus am I not crying work all the time? <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I I went and like the first thing he yes. was like, my doctor was like, oh, well, we can put you on birth control, and I was like, I'll be roll with you. I'm not into that. I don't want anything going through my bloodstream. I've had friends who are like not cool with like the birth control that they're on. Um, I've heard a lot of side effects that go along with it. I'm. Yeah. I feel like I should also preface this. I, this is not oh, going to yeah. be a surprise to anybody but if you've been listening to this podcast. I'm a little bit of a researcher, and by a little, I mean a lot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> why, are you, why are you downplaying yourself? <laughs> I will go on a spiral forever. So I should probably preface and say that the last time I went to my family doctor to have this conversation was in... Um, I believe it was end of November. It's it's now March. <laughs> like I just had the uh, referral appointment just a few weeks ago with an OBGYN. But um, I spent that entire time researching. And I spent the time before that appointment researching. So I am like a gynecologist by proxy mm-hmm. at this point. Like I know far too much. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I will also say that if you guys are actually looking for information on this stuff, don't look at the Canadian Planned Parenthood website. It's trash. Go to the U.S. one. This is one of the few things the U.S. has gotten right is their Planned Parenthood website. It is in depth. Everything that you could possibly want to know about anything is there. Yeah, it's it's magnificent. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. They go in depth. They will take you step by step through like what the adjustment period looks like. Like for that method, uh, what the procedure will look like, 
what to expect in terms of like aftercare, in terms of side effects, all of that stuff, how effective it is, what you can use it for, what it will do, what it won't do. Um, it's spectacular. It is like a small encyclopedia. It's wonderful. Check it out if you have any questions because it sort of cleared up a lot of things for me. I, I knew right from the get-go uh, that I didn't want anything to go through my bloodstream. Uh, I already have drugs that go through my bloodstream and I was like, that's just too much. You know, that's like, that's like trying to drink a bubble tea with a regular straw. That's just like yeah. a lot of things going in to your bloodstream. Wow. Guys, day, today is the day of a that million really metaphors. Spoke to You're going to get a lot from me today. I've spent the majority of my day writing. So like Holy. I'm on it like I'm on it today, guys. Yeah. Bubble yeah. tea with a regular straw, guys. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like a lot going into a, a bloodstream. You know what I mean? It's too much. It's too much. So I was like, what are my other options? Yeah, uh, the next much. option. Okay. Yeah, I was like, get me Use a ladle a and some scissors. Uh, and let's just do this. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Because I'm thinking about taking a, like, just, I don't want a ladle and scissors near my coochie. Like with the... and it'll be good to go. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus. <laughs> you got to dislodge it, What right? are you so sniffing like with the scissors? Like, I'm going to start talking because <laughs> she's gagging. Yeah, no, let's move on. Let's let's move on. It's Can getting too visceral. Like Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> No. <laughs> Today's just been a rough day, guys. Um, oh, wow. Yes. All around, it's been bad. It's been a bad day. Um, <laughs> all around. It's I'd say all around rough. retrograde, but that's not even remotely yeah. true. Something else is going on. Uh, this, <laughs> I mean, it probably is. It was a full <laughs> moon, man. It's a full moon, baby. <laughs> it always says, yo, side note, uh, one of our very you know smooth segues, uh, Ontario opened up this week like for business in the malls, I literally hate everyone. I hate everyone. The amount of people I've counted no. not wearing masks. Yeah, I called my sister like crying the other day. Ew. The other day, yesterday. Um, which was a combination of things, frustration and hormones. Um, so it was bad. It was one of those snot and mascara kinds of cries because uh, I was just frustrated with everything because yeah. people are still going outside and licking each other's faces. And I was like, just because the malls are open doesn't mean it's an invitation to come. I'm not inviting you here. Stay home. If you're going to just peruse the mall and drink Starbucks, do that outside. Go get some fresh mm-hmm. air. It's warm outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my clean segue. Uh, back to the story. Uh, <laughs> uh, after doing all... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after doing all this research, I was like, okay. Super clean. I know I want something local. I know I want something low maintenance. I know I want something that like isn't going to go through my bloodstream um what are my options unfortunately the best option is the most invasive one which is an iud i i've i've looked into that it is i think i think the bark is worse than its bite i have a really high pain tolerance i should also say all women do we all have we push babies out our coochies yeah exactly what do you mean there's no higher pain tolerance yeah like exactly it's out there it's a lot it's a lot like getting a small tattoo like a small like line black and gray tattoo like it is like quick 
I I have I have a tattoo and I don't I don't think well, it yours would feel is also like, that. like large with a lot of shading and stuff. Like I have a tiny one that's like lines. So it was like single needle. You're in, you're out. Ten minutes and you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then this is also going through yes. your body. It's a freaking T shape that you shove not just in the coochie but into the back <laughs> of where the cervix is. What? And it's like, dude, bro, I've seen this thing and I've spoke, dude. You know how many times I've gone in for like pap smears and like just to check yeah. that everything is cool coolios and gucci down there um and every time i don't know what the fuck it is with nurses and their fascination of showing you your own cervix because they're just like do you want to see do you want to see what it looks like it looks like a little donut i'm like unless it's krispy kreme i don't want to see it like i don't i don't need to see there's a reason why it's hidden i don't I, i there's a reason why i cannot bend to in a in an angle like that to be unless i'm a contortionist at which at which point, I don't think if I was a contortionist, I would even do that. Like, who the fuck becomes a contortionist so that they could, I like, mean, look into their own some. coochie there hole? There has to be one out there. There's always one. There's always one. That the one person that's like, I am, my life's goal is going to be a contortionist so I can look at my own cervix without There's a There's always one, and they will always have a TLC show. Oh, God. Like... I, it just makes no sense. So I don't need to see it, but I know what that fucking thing looks like. And it's a T-shaped and they shove it in there. It's got coils on it. It could be a copper one or yeah. it could be whatever. And it just yeah. stays there for like yeah. five years or more, like for a lifetime. It's weird. I don't, it's a weird no, concept. I don't know. But I will say. It's just uh, weird. It's a weird concept think, to me. Yeah. The worst part about it is um, like I watched a bunch of videos and like uh, there's this one super awesome uh woman on youtube she's she's an obgyn um i think her hat her handle is like ali rodriguez or something or other um but she like basically walks you through it every single step of it um and i think what was the most surprising thing was it like this wonderful doctor um dr j dr j like was in and out in less than two minutes like it's surprisingly spectacular how quick it goes um just because it's quick doesn't mean it's okay just because it's quick doesn't mean it's painless those two things are not mutually exclusive whatsoever but then again i told you i have a very high pain tolerance so the worst part is they she's gotta like she's gotta swab your 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 cervix and your body's immediate reaction is like why are you touching that and then cramps up and it is like the worst set of menstrual cramps you will ever have. Like you feel it in your back, you feel it just above your uterus. It is rough stuff. Um, yeah. And then they do this thing like the um, the IUD itself comes with like a little. I want to say like a measuring stick. It's like this little flexible little bit, and they got to measure the depth of your uterus in order to put the uh, the uh, the IUD in, which comes in like a little tube. So it just like it's it almost looks like a like a little like like water gun. It's like she pulls the trigger and then it's in it. It's done. What the absolute fuck? Who's nerf gunning your coochie? Like oh my god, that's the best metaphor. Um, what the absolute fuck? 
Dude, anything that yeah, needs to be like a little no, trigger. Chris, anything that needs to be measured inside your body shouldn't go there. I don't see why, dude. Who's taking a measuring stick to my fucking intestines? Like, you don't need to know the depth of that or the how long. Well, that I is. mean, it's not your intestines. I'm just saying, I for mean, example, like anything that you need to measure <laughs> that's inside the body. I'm like, what is going in your intestines? <laughs> They got to measure the length of the tapeworm in said intestine. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, but like, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh. Dude, man. How long? Okay, how deep was your cervix? Is that a thing? I didn't ask. I didn't want to know. Uh, she was too busy, like, asking me if I was going to pass out. And I was like, not nah, just do oh it. Oh, my God. Is it a thing people doctor. pass out during? Oh, consistently. In- consistently. Apparently, that is a normal thing that people pass out. And I was like. This isn't anything to pass out about. I think it's the more it's 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 the experience of going in there. Um, and I honestly I went and I thought she was just going to do a consultation because um, I have an autoimmune disease. So I thought we were just going to like chat about that and what the options were. And she was like, you want to do it today? And I was like, oh, I, I didn't come for that. But uh, I'm not uh, OK with that. I'm not OK. I'm just here I to mean, talk. And now you're going to shove something in my coochie. I'm it's not funny because okay like that. I. I was thinking if it was going to happen, like, I still took some Advil ahead of time. I was like, you know what? If it's got to happen today, let's just, like, do it and get over with, like, if it has to be done, it has to be done. Uh, You know, it's just one of those things. It's like, you got to do it. You got to do it, man. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, it was it was terrifying in the moment. And then she was the sweetest doctor on the face of the planet. Just this lovely little, like angel of a lady she like held my hand through it like she's just like this sweet little darling um she was like it's okay it's all right we're gonna get through it's gonna be quick it's gonna be fine and i think she was surprised because i literally went in knowing exactly what the procedure was gonna look like um (laughs) so she held your hand while she inserted it she kept like because i had my hands like sort of underneath me like flat on the on the table so she just kept like sort of reaching over and like petting my hand <laughs> oh god like like are you okay you feeling all right you're gonna pass out i'm like i'm fine just get get it done like <laughs> just do it up so this um, procedure that you got to get the I- iud though i keep yeah. wanting to say dui um <laughs> 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 uh, the procedure to get this IUD, you did yeah. that because what was the main what was the main purpose? Yeah. It was to control your your periods or exactly what, what was um, it? Okay, basically what was happening again? This can get real graphic, uh, not like scissors and ladles graphic, but still graphic. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Uh, f- uh, female hygiene products are expensive, and my periods were lasting like something stupid like seven to nine days uh it was just like spotting on both sides and sometimes like it would show up two weeks late and then i'd be like pmsing and miserable for several days and it was just like not a good time um and then looking at one specific there's a couple different iud's but there's one in particular that's very good for just controlling uh like you know the the crime scene in your pants and making it a little bit more regular uh uh-huh. so it's you know not just a just a jackson pollock painting consistently every month um love it 
how how is it that you have that much blood in your body? Uh, tell like, me you about it. Literally, only weigh ninety nine pounds. Uh, like God bless you, you for saying that. That makes me feel great about you myself. Thank you very much. That's not true at all. But I appreciate you. Um, but how? <laughs> I don't understand. You're like below five feet. I don't. I don't get I, how there's that much blood. I don't understand. Like, you must be like probably like half. I don't know. You lose like half your body weight. Pretty much. It feels that. For nine days. <laughs> it feels that. That's always why I want to eat an animal because I'm like, I need your blood because I can't make any of my own. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not- <laughs> Let me just stick a bubble tea straw straight into the steak. Like- <laughs> I want it fresh before it clots, you know? <laughs> Just put it in a juicer. Just put it in a juicer. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. If any of you DM me a picture of steak in a blender, I will kill you. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Oh, my God. Oh, oh it hurts to laugh. I'm so sorry. Anyways. um, Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that was like the main reason i decided i would just do it just because the other options that were presented to me were all uh like oral pills and i i'd seen far too many side effects that go along with them and um i did like sort Mm. of a a, an open survey to a bunch of my gal pals and i was like tell me tell me if you could change one thing about your birth control what it would be and they were like my mood is terrible or like um uh you know like i break out consistently or like um i get frantically like out of control on pms emotions and like it there was no redeeming qualities like i've gone as far as hearing like oh yeah one might have kind of given me an ulcer i was like ah i think i'm good Mm. i think i'm good there seems to be like it fixes one problem but you know it creates two more so it's like I'm not looking to duct tape a pipe shut just to have it open to other places. I'm not looking for that to happen. Uh, so this seemed mm-hmm. like the safest option. It was local. So it only just controls right in that area. It doesn't go out of the neighborhood. It stays in the neighborhood. Um, it just sort of like does its thing uh, and regulates you. And I was like, yeah, that's like exactly what I need. I would kill just to have like a normal, predictable period. That is all I want. Um, I just want... But this one, you don't get periods, though, on an IUD, do you? Uh, like, in, the, in my case, there's a I couple different just... things. Uh, it either stops it completely uh, or it lightens it, and it's, like, very predictable month to, month to month. Like, it'll only be, like, two days and you're out. You know what I mean? Oh, this is the one. You got the one with the, the yes, hormones, yes? yes? The Okay, and this one lasts inside you for how years. long? five years is this the copper copper one separate so the copper one is just like that's straight up birth control i was like nah that's definitely not what i need because of my life choices uh that's going to do Uh literally nothing for me and did you (laughs) did you you didn't pay for the procedure no 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 no. that is covered by ohip you do if you do not have insurance we'll have to pay for uh the actual apparatus uh what you call it i don't know what else you an yeah, apparatus. Well, it's, like, it's the it's the IUD and like the actual thing that like inserts it. So like the box is quite large, like it's quite obtusely long. Um, but like the actual thing is only like it's, it's small. I the only medical thing that I've had in there <laughs> um, 
other than, you know, getting pap smears and stuff was, uh, oh, and kids. This is probably like one of like Nikki's life tips. Um, when you, when you go for an ultrasound, like an abdominal ultrasound and they tell you to drink water, dude, drink like 10 times as much water as you think you need to drink. Because if you don't, um, they will take a they send you home no uh well that and if not and it's like a more severe case and like they have to know what's going on um they will stick a probe in your coochie and do a vaginal ultrasound and let me tell you the um the probe uh is not as thin as this stick thingy that i'm assuming chris is saying with the apparatus-y thing it's not fun times because oh it's hella hot and cold. So those who Jesus use cucumbers Mary for pleasure, I don't Joseph know how you do it. Christ almighty. <laughs> uh, so yes, drink water because you don't want to get no. a vaginal ultrasound. But instead of calling it an apparatus, uh, maybe you could call it the coochie, coochie nerf gun. Sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. In layman's terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's it was really interesting. It's like I think she thought I would be more scared than I was, and I was like, honestly, I've seen so many like educational videos at this point. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's just let's just get it done. Um, I I made the mistake uh, of walking like several blocks to uh, grab a, a coffee with a with a pal uh, safely. Right after? Yeah, because she lives in the neighborhood, just, like, quite a ways down. And, like, you know, you're running on adrenaline at that point, so you're like, yeah, I feel nothing. I got so swollen and bloated so quickly. (laughs) I felt like the- Swollen where? Like, uh, you know when you, like, bloat for, like, your period or, like, when you eat too much? Just, like, in your lower abdomen, where you normally would. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was not cute. I felt like the kid that turns into a blueberry from Willy Wonka. That's how I felt. Jesus Christ. <sighs> I like passed out on her couch, just like miserable. I was so wide. A couple of the things that like they tell you to be aware of is like you spot for a little while and then you cramp for a little while. And it takes about like one to three months to adjust to. Shut up. I'm serious. Shut up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but once, like, you're settled, like, you're settled. Like, you never have to worry about it. Like, it's done. Like, five years, like, you're chilling. Uh, you just gotta suffer for the first couple months. <laughs> so I'm in, like, the middle of suffering right now. Um, let's just say I had to get more feminine hygiene products than I anticipated. Uh, but that is to be noted that I probably will have to use less later on. So I'm like, you know what? That's okay. It's fine. First, we 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 will... F- Feast before we fast. You're like prorating the tampons exactly. is what's happening. You're just exactly <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> it's like we're feasting before we fast. Got it. It's okay. Don't worry. Um, uh, yeah, but like. I don't know, yo, man. The cramps have been bad. Like it's it's funny because like throughout the day it'll be like nothing. And then I'll do something and it's like, you know, those like lower back cramps. Like, you get them in your lower back. Like, you get them in your lower back and you get them, like, just sort of above, like, where your uterus is. Oh. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, funnily enough, 
Why is it so hard to be women? My doctor was telling me, funnily enough, that like the cramps that you get in your lower back are pretty much like your hips when you when you get your period rather is when your your hips moving outwards to release blood from your uterus like it opens out to release blood from your uterus just like you would if you were going into labor so i was like this is what contractions feel like this is terrible and this is like literally you know like a 20th of what they would actually feel like this is horrendous this is a horrible even more of a reason so you're just like butterfly fillet yeah. fish you're like like I'm butterflying like a, a chicken yeah. fillet on I'm the like, inside i'm like a, uh, i'm like a cooked red lobster lobster tail you know when they split it open for you that's a nice image but not nice when you put into that context i know yeah yeah that's why i can't have nice things uh <laughs> <laughs> What? I just ruined nice thing. <laughs> I, I just ruined lobster. I don't know if that's even okay. I, I just ruined lobster. There it is. It's okay. I ruined mac and cheese for you. Yes, you the did. Least I, that I can do. I forgot about it, and now I remembered, and now I'm mad again. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's not like I eat lobster tails on a daily. Okay, it's fine. Oh, I had forgotten about Nikki. It's fine. Okay, we'll go back to talking about (laughs) go back to talking about Nerf guns. (laughs) Nerf guns, Jesus. Oh, yeah. So it's funny. It's like I've been dealing with like the cramps for the last few days. I'm like day four. I'm like the fourth day in. Um, the 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 spotting is starting to subside. Uh, which is interesting. Um, it's still there, but it's not. It's 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 happening still. It's not great. That doesn't sound normal. Straight up, when people say, "Oh, you know, you just spot," I'm like, "Oh, you know." So like, you just randomly bleed from your coochie. That's yeah. not it's just a wee bit. Of that's a not a travel. normal thing. Just no, a, just it's a not drip drip here and there. Like if you imagine, if you were of the male species, and I say that randomly, <laughs> you just drip blood from your you know ding dong like you know fair but i mean we have the apparatus to make that happen implanted in i'll a- stick an apparatus in a ding dong if that makes <laughs> people not have other like dude do you not realize that that would would prevent so many unwanted pregnancies literally like why is it sorry nikki's gonna go on a do rant, it okay? do it so i know I you've been waiting do it I don't understand why we have to be the only ones that suffer because think about this, okay? Did you know that we can get ourselves pregnant? Like we can just, we can use our own bare, bare. We could use our own bone marrow to impregnate ourselves. So we actually don't need the male species. This is like TikTok theory, okay? So like we actually, We literally don't need men to have babies, okay? And then also I'm thinking about, like, you know, how there are some cuckoos out there. There are some people, like, you know, there are some males out there that actually hurt females, okay? It's a sad reality that there are just bad people out there. Yeah, Exactly. So it should be mandatory that um, before before the – when do males produce sperm? Like when when they they start puberty. 
Okay, so like when we hit puberty and we get our period. Okay, so like it should be mandatory that all males go through a either like a mandatory vasectomy. I'm into um, that. Or like, you know, get an apparatus stuck in there, fucking whatever, <laughs> you know, so that they don't – and so that they well, – it's also they reversible. Also, like that's the It thing. is, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it is reversible. But the things that you're putting through – you're putting females through is like not only do we have to be the only fucking ones taking birth control, okay, we get shat on um, by not taking our pills on time or whatever. Like maybe that's just me because like I don't – fucking follow any rules um set an alarm oh my god i do i i do set an alarm but then it's never near me when i when my alarm goes off so i'm just like okay well i'll do it when i you know when i go back into my room is where i put it like i'll do it when i get back in there so but there's some people that just generally forget okay and why is it our responsibility that we have to fucking remember to take something okay you tell a guy to remember to take a vitamin every day at the same time every day they're not gonna fucking do it true okay true unless they're like you know ding dong's gonna fall off if they don't do it then maybe boom so i'm just saying like but then here's the thing though even with iud you're spotting you're gonna go through three months of hell you're still paying for feminine hygiene products also why is it that condoms are free but tampons and pads are not (sighs) somebody explain this to me is this a first world problem am i just like livid for no reason no you are or am i speaking truth why are they so expensive is is one thing. why there's so many fucking why, different kinds thank you is why the is there thing. different flavors why is there i don't need to know <laughs> <laughs> why is there the light mode why is there the all you can eat mode <laughs> why do we have to be shamed when we go like why do we feel shame when we go to superstore and we pick up like heavy flow Yo, or jumbo size I feel zero whatever shame. they call it zero shame i will pull up to the pimpliest teenage boy i'm like ring it up deal <laughs> with it i want you to understand feminism ring it up ask me if i want to beg for it no i don't because i will carry it with pride <laughs> <laughs> but do ask me what the deal of the day is <laughs> also yes i have a coupon for this <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't get it. I really don't understand. You go to the nurse's office as a, you know, fucking teenager or in post-secondary and there's always a basket of free condoms. When have I ever seen a basket of free tampons? Literally. Never. Uh, And also, who the fuck uses the tampons that come in the freaking cardboard tube inserter thing? Okay, Nikki loves the environment as much as the next hippie, but I am not going to shove cardboard into my coochie. I'm only down for the fucking nice, smooth, plasticky, inserty tip thing. Because as I said in the last episode, shit gets lost up in there. So I'm not down to have composting, decomposing fucking like cardboard in there. That's not okay. So for the men out there, imagine if the end of the toilet paper roll, like the actual just the roll left, and then just shrink it in size, and that's what we shove up in the coochie, and then there's like a cottony bit inside with a tail string, and that hangs out, and then that tail string gets wet when you pee, and then it makes your underwear wet. Like this is like, why do we have to go through this? See, I'm I'm a 
I'm, I'm not like, strictly men. like a sanitary napkin kind of gal. Like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I was like that too. I was like that too. I was like, dude, look, I only do pads because tampons are going to take away my virginity. But here's the thing, guys. Like, <laughs> here's the thing, people. Okay, is that like you go to tampon, you go and use tampons, and you kind of just never look back because you just, you just it. It doesn't feel like an adult diaper. I don't I don't know what it is. There's two types of girls out there. There's girls that wear pads and then tight pants Me. so that it doesn't Me. leak out. And then there's girls that wear their pads and then they wear really baggy like like boxer briefs or like they wear like, you know, just loose fitting pants so that I don't know why you would wear loose fitting pants. Jonah does it. I know it because she oh, told God. me before. I'm like, why the fuck are you wearing loose ass like, sweatpants? Like that doesn't make sense. Like and you're like, gonna feel like an shorts. udder. Like it's gonna feel like an udder. You're gonna feel. It's gonna feel like you're wearing diapers regardless. I just want to make sure that it's a secure exactly. diaper at that point. So I'm. I don't get why we have to go through this and why men just don't get a mandatory vasectomy that is one reversible. Okay. When you're ready to take on the responsibility of being a father, you're financially sound and you are committed emotionally, physically, and like mentally able to have this child in your life. And you're like, okay, doc, like unsnip me or whatever the fuck it is. And then you're like, and you're like, okay, let's ready rock and roll have a baby and then and then you know what like after that I'm done and then you just like get it snipped up again like I or tied up again I don't know I don't know the terms but like do you know what I mean why is it that we and then it just doesn't make any fucking sense when you had like sex ed in like elementary school you know and they like at the end of the at the end of the fucking thing like the lady gives you a free condom and you're just like oh this is kind of cool but like they don't be like okay hey like so as females, you're going to get your period. You're going to need feminine hygiene products. It's going to cost you like, you know, X amount of dollars over the span of your entire fucking life until you hit menopause. Right. So like we have to continuously pay for shit like this. And it's like not cool. And like we use more toilet paper. Okay. Cause guys don't use toilet paper. I don't know what it is. That also like makes me (laughs) super livid. I'm like, why is it that you just go in there, you pee and then you do like a little shaky shake and you're like done deals. And I'm like, I don't – I'm like, there's no toilet paper. How did you go to the bathroom? They're like, we don't need toilet paper. I'm like, you're yeah. disgusting. Blech. Like, don't talk to me. No. Blech. No. No, thank you. No. Sorry. That was like a long-ass rant, but like Nikki's no, furious. Totally I don't fair. get this healthcare it's system. trash. Like, Scotland's made feminine hygiene products like free. Oh, fuck. We're moving there. <laughs> I, I said it. I literally made that joke to my doctor because he was like, well, you know, like – the IUD is an invasive procedure and I was like does it look like I care because like feminine hygiene products are going to bankrupt me at this point and then he was like oh well you know Scotland has them for free and I was like I'm picking up to move into Scotland then if I can't do this (laughs) that's not even fair because the country has the sexiest accent in my opinion also the sexiest men and also dude men men in skirts easy access bro like come on no Mm mm-mm Yikes. I mean to pee for them to go to the bathroom is what I meant. Either Just which like, way. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dude, I love bagpipes. What the fuck do you mean? Like I love- <laughs> uh, yes, I love the sound of, you know, a, a dying goose being <laughs> made into various tones for music. 
It's sexy. It's what can I say? Jesus Christ. It's the Copy. sound. It's the sound of immense culture. You you were even trying to sell that one to me. Okay. <laughs> Gerard Butler is sexy AF. Is he Irish or is he Scottish? I don't know, but either which way, nah, not for me. I'm uh-uh. down for any Scottish guy or Irish guy or Irish woman or Scottish woman. Down. Copy we that. would make really pretty babies, just saying. Fair. But if, you're like, cute in if general, it came so out, it's like regardless. No. Oh, thank you. But like if it came out with like half a head of like just ginger and like half black, that'd be pretty cool. Are you giving birth to Cruella DeVille? Yes. <laughs> Because at this point, the birth control is making me not only a mad bitch and a sad bitch, it's also a crazy bitch. (laughs) I feel like you're going to adopt that now. (laughs) Dude, you put it in my head, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like, I've been on birth control, Chris, since I was 19. And I was originally prescribed it for my acne. So I had had really bad acne. and it it got a little bit better with with um, birth control, and I'm talking about your your you know regular schmegular like pill uh, birth control, not like IUD or DUI shit. It's like the pill form that you take every day at a certain time. So I've been on that since I was 19. It was originally for like acne. It didn't really work, but you know I've never had an like my my periods are always sporadic in a sense that it would come like once every two months or twice mm. in a month or like you know one time like once in a month but like for fucking 10 days and I would never yeah. know I would always just have like the scare of like being pregnant even though I never had sex so maybe like a Jesus baby or something I like I would just time dude Jesus baby I straight up like I don't know man I would say I it was all the time because remember I told you it was like it would be late for several weeks and I'd be like look looks like I'm carrying the second coming of Christ right but like I, is your I middle name do, Mary the whole, no <laughs> but I would say like <laughs> if I had that like yo like I'd make a bank off of just social media like imagine this baby who could just like do pretty much like modern day magic tricks you mean like turning his what's what's that his formula that? into wine like chris angel <laughs> <laughs> like you've given birth to chris angel yes exactly but you know for like okay. who who will eventually die for our sins and it will be very sad but yes exactly exactly that. <laughs> oh my god can you imagine the tiktoks the youtubes the, bro the hipster yo we'd be set you'd be set you'd be set like you'd be like completely rich like before the kid turns fucking 10 and then yes. you're just like okay I guess you can I guess I can nail you on the cross now I guess yikes uh, but yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> religion <laughs> yeah but birth can like I've been on this for since I was 19 and the thing is like it it gives you um all these side effects, like you said, like it'll, mm. it'll fix one thing, but give you two other problems. So like, yes, it, it gave me bigger boobs. Um, that was nice. <laughs> but you're also fucking bloated for like the rest of your life. Yes. It's like you constantly have a gluten allergy. Oh my God. And like, if you had a gluten allergy, like it's just double sucks to be you. But like, 
you know? <laughs> like, you, you have a craving you for const- bread and you like, can't have it. I don't know, man. Like, it just sucks dick. <laughs> like, you're just constantly bloated. And, like, I never really had emotional problems or problems with, like, emotional management mm. being on birth control. But it's always, like, who knows, man? I've been on it for 10 years now. Maybe I'm not a psycho bitch. Maybe I it's just the birth control, but I would never know because I've been on it for a decade. So I've just come to like, you know, just accept the fact that mm-hmm. I am who I am. But I don't think that we, if we could prevent it or if we could change this, I don't think that it necessarily needs to continue on this way, Chris. Like if you, in terms of like, why is it that our body takes a fucking beating? And then here's another yeah. thing is that if somebody can Google this, statistics on just like emotional trauma from being on birth control, it leads to so much kind of mental problems yeah, in there's females. There's like an uptick in women being prescribed antidepressants who have been on uh, birth control for long term. I don't see why that's absolute correlation. I don't see why that is not tackled. Like, I don't see, you know, we're landing on Mars. We can make robots that will drive itself on Mars. Um, Yeah. Why is it that we don't find a way to make female birth control um, better than whatever the fuck it is right now? Because clearly it's not the best i don't yeah i I really don't get it like quick 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 history lesson there was the first inventors of birth control it it was such a high dose like such a high dose that they basically had tested on like these south american women um that like caused a whole bunch of problems and like yeah it prevent it was it was contraception but it really like messed up a lot of women in their health and everything and like a direct correlation to depression. Um, and they were like, Hey, this is too strong a dose. How about we half it? And it's still so strong for what's necessary, but it's, it's pretty much what we have today. Like nothing has really changed since that period. And if I remember correctly, it was like the seventies. So like that says something about sort of like the correlation the development of what, these drugs are and what they are now tackling like i also find it problematic that like that is the first answer to every problem a woman has it's like acne birth control uh heavy periods birth control uh mood swings birth control like every single thing the like the answer is birth control um it's never taken into consideration whether a woman has had uh mental health issues before has had a history of depression uh has had stomach ulcers the first and foremost answer is always birth control and you know you we're meant to trust our health practitioners i advocated for myself i did a whole bunch of research before i figured out the right one for me uh and even then i still had to advocate for it so at the end of the day i think the moral of the story is like just do your research every which way uh, even if your doctor tells you one thing, look it up. Like they can't, they can't make you do something unless, you know, it's no. a life or death situation. Uh, you know, if your heart's stopping, you might want to, you know, listen to your doctor then, uh, <laughs> or you might die. Your heart's stopping birth control. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, like, oh. but, uh, you know, it, advocate for yourself and, and, and do the research, pull up, pull a Chris and research forever. 
research a little and by a little, I mean a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood's website is a really awesome resource. Check out uh, Ali Rodriguez, I believe is her name. I, I'll, I'll post her, her YouTube uh, in the show notes as well. So you guys can check her out if you have any any videos or anything like that that you want to check out if you want to see what the iud insertion looks like that's it she did a great job uh yeah Mm -hmm. advocate do your research i also do want to point out because i am dating a pharmacist (laughs) that he has told me that birth control birth control actually has nothing to do with fertility nothing so it does it, it it has absolutely nothing bad to do with fertility and he said like in the i guess pharmaceutical world if anything affects fertility or the fetus um it's a huge deal Mm -hmm. so they're like birth control will not like lessen the chance of you getting pregnant after you're stopped on it um and it doesn't like fuck up anything in terms of like your uterus or your ability to get pregnant later on um if that's a worry that it's i feel like it's a common misconception um that everybody has about birth control it's like same with my mom and again this is just only one generation away where they're like you take birth control like you're not going to be able to have kids like you take it for so long you're not going to be able to have kids i'm like no there's no correlation Mm -hmm. so for those who are looking to get on birth control um it is uh it's made up of two hormones um estrogen and something else uh <laughs> yes and uh and it, and depending on the brand yeah. it's a different dose or different level of each yes. hormone so but basically these hormones like your body naturally makes them anyways it's just there to um balance out whatever is going on inside your body already so that's why you get you know um like frantic periods and like weird ass mm-hmm. shit going on, but uh, it's supposed to just regulate you, like Chris said. And you you have the option of going to something a little bit more permanent, like having an IUD. If you don't, if you're like me and and you and you have an alarm, but you just fucking don't <laughs> take it on time, like, and if you just want to play fucking Hooky. like you know, play yeah with with yep. your birth control, and you're sexually active, like. That's that's on you. So like you know, uh, I will run myself into a corner of a table. I have Jesus said that many times. Christ. Scissors and a ladle. I, I mean, <laughs> you got you. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you gotta do what you Scissors gotta do. But like, <laughs> yo, I asked Mister Pharmacist. I'm like, yo, if I if I accidentally got pregnant and um. You know, I, I wanted to get an abortion. Like, how does it fucking work? Like, do you do you use like a clothes hanger? Like, like what do you what do you? He's like, well, I don't do anything. He's like, I just give you the. I I just if you come to me with a note, I just give you, you the just medication. Figure it out, and you take it. And then, he's like, you take it back to the clinic, and then you take it there. Wait. You know, and then you kind of just like yeah. pee it out. And I was like, wait, what? Like what what and he's like yeah you kind of just like you know it just comes out so i'm like okay well there's obviously we're very blessed to be in a you know system of healthcare where it does provide you you know the rights yes. of having a choice to 
whatever happens if there's a mistake that happens because clearly nothing is ever 100 percent. like yep. birth control is 99 percent. condoms are like 99 percent. so if you are a fucking miracle baby or you've got like miracle sperm you know that fucking just swims <laughs> as fast as f1 cars like you know who the f- maybe your eggs yeah. have like magnets on them and just sucks up the fucking sperm uh if that ever happens, you know that there's a way out. So, but if you want to get on birth control and I've gone through this where my parents are like, I don't know, like, did your parents know you're getting this yeah, and they were supportive? It, it was like for health reasons. And I think everybody just saw how much I was suffering in terms of like pain uh, and everything. And they were like, listen, like, just so that you're not like Jabba the Hutt, like, you're just like a pile <laughs> of goo that's about to eat everybody um every second of the day yeah maybe you should yeah. do that so you're like not a praying mantis and can actually return to being a human being like very fair okay <laughs> that's really nice that you have you know support from your parents because oh trust me this it, entire like, time it was a terrifying thing for them to like accept but they were like you know what considering the current situation this sounds like the better alternative this is the lesser of two evils <laughs> yeah and that's that's wonderful yeah. because I had to hide the fact that I was on birth control mm. from my parents. Like my mom didn't know that I was on birth control until literally a couple of years ago, mm. right? So it's like um, – because here she still thinks I'm a virgin, which I am. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's what this podcast is. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> so it's just the two of us. So um, – I- <laughs> But, you know, it's just like they have this, you know, again, misconception that if you take birth control, it's going to fuck you up and and you're not going to be able to have babies in the future and blah, 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 grandkids, right? So don't be ashamed if you have to have, you know, we do have, you know, younger audiences that listen to us. Like if you do have to have that conversation with your parents, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's for the better of your health and you know your body better than anybody else. Yes, your mom gave birth to you, but like – you only you know what's what you're feeling inside and if that's a better option for you go talk to your gp go 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 and do your research like chris said and find the better alternative for you and what helps like you know what will help you and what's easier for your lifestyle chris went with the iud i'm still on the pill um because i'm just a wussy for getting a nerf gun to the coochie so like i can't I, i can't do that but like look at your options there's so many out there there's also like um an injection there's also yep, a patch there's a ring um, there's, there's so a thousand yeah yep. a ring <laughs> so many of them so look at your options birth control is not um is not talked about enough and and you know the consequences of not being safe um and and or planned parenthood is 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 not talked yeah. about enough. So hopefully this episode has given you a little bit of an insight as to what uh, females, women of our you know generation or many generations yeah. actually in the past too has to go through. So yeah, just a yeah, little glimpse, just a little know? peek behind the curtain uh, that did involve some graphic stuff. Um, this is the guy. This is the part, guys, where you can totally. You, we'll put it in the show notes as well that you can skip to. The conversation's over about the the, the terrifying bits. The yes. gnarly stuff. Yes. Yeah. So it's been a, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll put a we'll put a yes. number. 
a, a timestamp. Time sorry, a timestamp. Yes, it's like start listening at this yeah. point. Um, Nikki, we've got a question. We've got a question <laughs> for the audience. Have you ever disliked something and then changed your mind about it? You're gonna have to explain this I question a little bit more to me. Had an answer scallops. I had scallops several. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> so okay, I need to explain this. Okay, so uh, I was I, I've always been an adventurous eater. You know this. In my like childhood, I think mm-hmm. I had overcooked scallops like maybe two times, um, to the point where they're like the texture of like a blundstone. Yeah, a rubber band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Where they're just like they're so tough you could barely get your teeth through them. And I was like, low key, why do people spend Ugh. a lot of money on this? It's nasty. Um, and I gave it another shot because you know I always have like a rule like try it twice, and if you still hate it, it's probably bad. Um, and I had it again, it was terrible. Like I uh-huh. had one, I think when I was a kid, I had it like baked or deep fried or something, you know, the way that you make everything look like a chicken nugget. So your kids will eat it. Uh- <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was just fucking Mc- McLean's, McCain's like fries or like, uh, chicken exactly. nuggets in the freezer aisle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, I had it like prepared like that where it looked like a chicken nugget. I was like, this is nasty. And then I think I had it again where it was like deep fried or something. I was like, this is disgusting. Like I was right the first time. Um, and then in my like teenage years, I went somewhere at a restaurant and someone had ordered as an appetizer. I was like, nah, no thanks. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't like scallops. And then, you know, a friend was just like, just try it. Just try it. Shut up. This place is great scallops. What's wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. So I, 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 mm-hmm. I take a piece. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Um, I was like, what is this buttery, delicious little morsel of happiness what is this this is not a scallop it's like this is something new because the first two times i had scallops were disgusting and this is just perfect it was like one of those regular you know you go to a fancy restaurant it's like a butter seared scallop like and it's perfect and it's just like you know it's it's just tender enough you cut cut it through with your fork it's like butter you know um Mm, and i was like this is unlike any other scallop I've ever had. And now it's like, I will order a scallop happily and nine times out of 10, it'll be perfectly done, you know? So it's just like, I uh, hated them for okay, so okay, long. Okay. I had a similar story with calamari. To this day, I feel like I've had more bad calamari than I've had good calamari. So to this day, I'm always like, it's always like a 50-50 hmm. flip. Like I'll try one and I'll be like, nah, I'm good. Like this yeah. batch was no good. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's it's always a catch twenty two like that with me. But yeah, that would be one of those things where it's like I, huh. I full out didn't like it at first, but now I'm like, yo, give me more. Oh, okay. So that's what, okay. So you went like the food route because of this, what uh, else this is question. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you bleed food. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like thinking, what other way could you answer this question? Like, I don't like did you dislike like a hobby and then you changed your mind or like you disliked, I don't know, a TV show and then you changed your mind. So there's so many, I hated the first season. It got so good. I'd never shut up about parks and rec. I always tell people start watching after Ron Swanson starts wearing a suit. Like stop, start watching after he just quits the suit and goes for his, like his red shirt and his slacks start watching then. Yeah, I know. You told me to not watch season one because I tried and it was just – it gave me, like, office vibes and yeah, still I, I hate that show too. I summarized it for you. I was like, first season, Andy falls in the hole. Uh, Leslie Nope wants to build a park to fill the hole. Uh, she makes friends with Anne. 
Uh, she has a thing for Bark Brandanowitz. He sucks. Uh, and that's all that happens. <laughs> Move on to season two. Done. Problem solved. I think there's just also a thing that I have against like Aziz Ansari. Like I don't know what it is. What do I you mean? He sounds watched like him. This. No, I watched him in Scrubs. Was it? And I was just like, Aziz Ansari. I really hate this. Yeah, he was in Scrubs. Oh my god! Yeah, he was. So- <laughs> yeah, bro. He was like the cocky son of a bitch that knew everything, and but he was just lazy. I forgot. Oh man! Yeah. I started watching Silicon Valley. And so many of my favorite comedians are in that. And I was just like surprised Eugene Cordero was like in the third episode. I was like, Eugene Cordero. I love that dude. Yeah, I just can't do Aziz Ansari. That's okay. But I don't even know who Eugene is. It's fine. It's all right. I'll show you some stuff. It'll be great. You'll laugh. He's funny. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah, I follow you on the bandwagon of food. Um, I didn't like Uni before. Mm. Okay, again, Th- that's a very acquired yes. taste. It, um, if it is not fresh, Ooh. buddy, it smells Ooh. and tastes like a toilet that has not been cleaned in like ten years. Is literally what it tastes like. It's rancid, <laughs> but if it's fresh, it's um, it actually is. It, it's got a little sweet yeah, taste to it's it. Nice um, and subtle, probably. It, yeah, it's very subtle. It's very seafoody, but not in a way where it's like, not in a way of like a dead fish seafoody. Um, yeah, it's not Costco. It's tuna really sweet, fishy. You yeah, know? it's like no. fresh salmon. It's like it's very it's very light. It's it's lovely. It's subtle. Yeah. It's subtle, but the texture gets you like you need to get used to it. It's a little mm-hmm. mushy. Um, it also looks like the surface of your tongue. Yeah. I think that's one thing that kind of turned me off about it. Um, but if you have like, you know, Hokkaido uni or like the really small mm-hmm. ones, and if it's from a wooden box and they import it from Japan like twice <laughs> weekly, uh, that's yes. the good shit, you know. I think that was one of the things or like something that I disliked and changed my mind. Um, is there anything else other than food, Chris, for you or – is that really it? I think that might be it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm like, I think tofu for yeah. me is another one. Tofu. Tofu's a hard one because it's like there's so many different ways to cook it and there's so many different preparations and there's so many textures of it that like sometimes when you order it, you don't necessarily know what you're getting. So it's like you could have a good one or then you could have a bad one. But, like, you never know if you're going to have it. You know what I mean? So it's, like, hit or miss. I get it because ever since I went pescatarian, a lot of things are soy-based. And tofu is, like, one of the kind of main ingredients for people who are vegetarian, vegan, whatever. Um, But we've come a long, long way from, uh, you know, foods that are available for people who have um, a a specific diet. And you know what? Deep fried tofu is like agadashi tofu. It's, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't like it before, but I'm yeah, like, you know, I like it now. I told you, so. you make it look like a chicken nugget. You're, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like one of my biggest like things I've realized is like anything's good if you make it look like a chicken nugget. That's, I mean, that's not wrong. You're not wrong. I want that on a tote bag. Can someone make that a tote bag? Like, everything is better when it looks like a chicken nugget. 
And on that note, guys, <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> for tuning into this week's episode. Thanks so much, guys. You can uh, send us your questions at editorialpodcast at gmail.com, on the social medias, on the Twitter, on the Hipstagram, at editorial, the two is a number two, because we always look forward to hearing from you. And we always want to hear what you guys think and show ideas and all that stuff. Send us, send us, we like, we like a lot. Yes. (laughs) And we'll see you in the next. Stay real. Stay real.